back to a new week on the Ask Pastor John podcast with longtime pastor and author John Piper. Well, Pastor John, a listener named Lindsay from Memphis would like to call you to the witness stand. She asks this, Dear Pastor John, thank you for taking my question. I'm really curious. Do you think John Calvin would have considered himself to be a Christian hedonist as you define it? <laughs> oh, I would like to think he would. Um, <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. As I define it means I get to spend an afternoon with him, right? I get to yeah, of course. talk to him, and we sit over the Bible for, for three or four hours. And, and you know, I don't even—I haven't had time to do the research to know what the word hedonist meant in the 1500s. And so uh, I might have a stumbling block there. I might not. I, I don't know. But if, if I said to him, now, Mr. Calvin— there are people who want to know if you agree with my view. And he here's my view. I think that it is right to pursue happiness, to pursue joy, to pursue pleasure in Christ, in God, because I think it helps us honor God, and I think it helps us love people. You agree with that? I think he would pause and and he would say well i can think of some verses that, <laughs> that go in that that go in that direction then he might ask me some questions about what i think about suffering and what i think about sacrifice and persecution and self-denial and i'd give him all my standard biblical answers to that and my own conviction is i think he i think he would say yes i don't i don't know if i like your name but that's surely what i believe and so I, I did have the time to look up some places where he says something that gives me hope that he might agree. And so let me, let me give you a couple of those. Um, he says, um, we must therefore constantly call to our minds this truth, that it can never be well with us except in so far as God is gracious to us, so that the joy we derive from his paternal favor towards us may surpass all the pleasures of the world. In another place, he says, we have all a natural desire to pursue happiness. And the consequence is that false imaginations carry us away in every direction. But if we were honestly and firmly convinced that our happiness is in heaven, it would be easy for us to trample upon the world, to despise earthly blessings by the deceitfulness of attractions to the world and the, that the greater part of man are fascinated with, and to rise toward heaven. Or here's another one. Rejoice and leap for joy. This is his commentary on, on Matthew 5, 12. The meaning is a remedy is at hand, a remedy for being crushed under persecutions. A remedy is at hand that we may not be overwhelmed by unjust reproaches. For as soon as we raise our minds to heaven, we there behold vast grounds of joy which dispel sadness. And one other, one other place, one of my favorite passages is Hebrews 10.34, where the Christians are identifying with those in jail, and when they do that, their goods get plundered, and it says they, 
they look back on the plundering and joyfully accept the plundering of their property. And here's what, here's what Calvin says. There is no doubt, but as they were men of feelings, that the loss of their goods caused them grief. So he's, he's a realist. He, 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 he knows that if you see your house burning or people trashing your car, it's going to hurt. And then he adds this, but yet their sorrow was such as did not prevent the joy of which the apostle speaks. As poverty is deemed an evil, the plunder of their goods considered in itself touched them with grief. But as they looked higher, they found a cause of joy, which allayed whatever grief they felt. It is indeed thus necessary that our thoughts should be drawn away from the world by looking at the heavenly recompense. Nor do I say any other thing but what all the godly find to be the case by experience. And no doubt we joyfully embrace what we are persuaded will end in our salvation. And this persuasion the children of God doubtless have respecting the conflicts which they undertake for the glory of Christ. Hence, carnal feelings never so prevail in overwhelming them with grief, but that their minds raised up to heaven emerge into spiritual joy. So every place I go in Calvin, looking for how he deals with the relationship between joy and motivation through suffering, he talks the way I want to talk. And therefore, I think we'd wind up in the same place with regard to what I mean by Christian hedonism, that God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in him. Calvin loved the glory of God. I can't help but think that he wouldn't see that a a glum, sad, oh, poor me obedience does not glorify our master like a joyful one. Amen. Thank you, Pastor John. And uh, Lindsay, thank you for the question. As you can see, some of the best questions that we get are pointed in brief. And if you have a question for us, email us at askpastorjohn at desiringgod.org. And, uh, of course, you can find our audio feed and our episode archive over 1,000 episodes now through our online home at desiringgod.org forward slash askpastorjohn. Also, you can reach us through that page as well. We're going to return on Wednesday. I'm not entirely sure what the question will be. I forgot. I guess we'll all be surprised. I'm your host, Tony Ranke. Thanks for listening to the Ask Pastor John podcast with longtime pastor and author John Piper. We'll see you next time.